Well, good morning and uh, welcome to Liberty Church. Uh, this is uh, Pastor Keith Hodges, and I'm so glad uh, to be coming to you today via video. Uh, Kelly and I are actually in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania this weekend. We're ministering at Pastor Rick and Natalie Paladin's Church, Word and Worship Church, and uh, uh, we're excited to be uh, here with them this weekend, but we're also excited uh, to be continuing our series that we started last Sunday entitled Fearless. And so this morning, we're going to step into part two, uh, and we're going to kind of dive into the Word of the Lord. And we began last Sunday talking about really what does it mean to win the battle against fear. And we looked in Deuteronomy chapter 20, because in Deuteronomy chapter 20, God gave the children of Israel specific instructions. He gave them direction for when they were confronted with an enemy. When they were confronted with an enemy that was bigger, stronger, mightier, and more powerful than them, God gave them battle plans in order to win the battle against fear. And I want us to see today that the same battle plans that worked in Deuteronomy chapter 20 against a natural enemy also works today in our lives against the spiritual, emotional, and physical challenge that we face every day. Uh, we may not face a real literal army, but we do face enemies. And there are things that rise up in your life, and there are also not just enemies, but there are opportunities that rise up in your life that many times intimidate us by fear. And because of fear, the feelings of fear, we become paralyzed and we get trapped uh, in our present reality. And we never step in really to what God has. And so whether you're allowing your enemy to keep you from your promised land or whether you're allowing the fear of success or, or the unknown to keep you from your promised land, my prayer is that today, by the end of this message, before you go home today, that God will shift something on the inside of you, that there will literally be a release of His Spirit in your heart and that faith will begin to rise up in you and that you will begin to walk in faith. The Scripture says that faith is the victory that overcomes the world. And so this morning, I believe, as we begin to feed our faith, as we fuel our faith, as we cultivate our faith by the Word of God through worship as we've already had this morning and now God's Word, my prayer today is that God's going to equip you, empower you, and stir you up in faith today that you're going to walk out of here, you're going to face your enemies, you're going to walk through the open doors of opportunity, and you're going to grab hold of what God has for your life. So let's look in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. The Bible says this, when you go out to fight your enemies and you, and you face horses and chariots and an army greater than your own, do not be afraid. The Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt is with you. And when the people and when you prepare for battle, the priests must come, before, come forward to speak to the troops. And he will say to them, listen to me, all you men of Israel, do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemies today. Do not lose heart or panic or tremble before them. Look at verse 4. For the Lord your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies, and He will give you victory. He will give you victory. Our first point, as we talked last Sunday, uh, is that the battle against fear is a real battle, right? The battle against fear is a real battle. Every day, we are confronted with things that cause us fear. And again, we're talking about the feelings of fear. We're going to address today what the Bible calls the spirit of fear. But the reality is, is the whole topic of this message is really how do we win the battle against the feelings of fear? Because if you can win the battle against the feelings of fear, then you can keep the spirit of fear at bay and you can walk in victory all the days of your life. So we recognize that the battle against fear is a real battle and that your victory over fear really does determine your victory in life. As a matter of fact, you can never step into your promise. You can never possess the land that God has for you unless you face 
your fears. And so you've got to win that battle. I've got to win that battle. And we understand that every day we are confronted with things that rise up within us, those feelings of fear. And because of fear, we want to panic. Because of fear, we want to run. Because of fear, we want to step back and step away from what God has called us to. And so this morning, God, I really believe, wants to stir us up. And I believe he's got a word this morning uh, from heaven for us as we overcome and win this battle against fear. So let's look at our next point. We said that fear comes. Where does it come from? Fear comes from being confronted with something that you feel unprepared to handle. Now think about that. Anything that you feel unprepared to handle, that can be an enemy. That can be a problem. That can be a financial problem, a marital problem. That can be a physical problem. It can be a spiritual problem. It can be an emotional problem. Many of you know uh, Kelly's story and our testimony that for 10 years she battled severely against depression. And it was a 10-year battle in which we were in the trenches almost daily. And it was an overwhelming thing many times. There were many days that we were overwhelmed by the struggle and overwhelmed by the challenge and overwhelmed by the obstacles that seem to continually confront us over and over again. But you know what? There are other things that overwhelm us. Sometimes we're not overwhelmed by the obstacle. Sometimes we're overwhelmed by the opportunity. Sometimes God begins to open doors in your life. And as my grandpa, Papa Bucks, what we called him, uh, the last one of the last words he said to me before he went home to be with Jesus is he simply said this. He said, Keith, he said, let God open the doors and you walk through them. And that really sounds simple. And you're like, yeah, let God open the doors and I'm going to walk through them. But what I found out in my life, and I, I, I believe you probably can agree with me that what you've probably found out in your life is that when God opens the door, it's not always so easy just to walk right through. And the reason it's not easy is because many times the opportunities that God gives us, the opportunities for success, the opportunities for advancement, the opportunities to experience a new thing, whether it's a relationship that you've never walked in, whether it's a business opportunity that you've never had before, whether it's a ministry opportunity to do things you've never done before. And so when God opens those doors, there is an immediate feeling of fear. Why? Because we feel unprepared, unprepared to handle those opportunities, unprepared to handle the challenges. So where does fear come from? It comes literally just from being confronted with the things that we feel unprepared to handle. Now let's look at our next purpose because this was really a significant point last Sunday and I want to just reiterate it today because this is important to what God wants to do. We said, what is the purpose of fear? I asked the Lord that question, God, if fear is a natural emotion that you've given us and everything you've given us is good, then what is the purpose of fear? And this is what the Lord said. He said, fear is a natural emotion that is intended to initiate faith. How you respond to fear determines whether you win or whether you lose in life. And so we recognized last week that the purpose of fear is to initiate faith. Every time I feel overwhelmed by a problem or overwhelmed by an opportunity, you know what God wants me to do? God wants those feelings of fear to initiate a place of faith, that we would begin to cry out to Him, that we would begin to look to Him, that we would turn our hearts to Him, that we would begin to say, God, you know what? This is bigger than me. This is stronger than me. This is greater than me, but, it, but it's not bigger than you, God, and my eyes are on you, and I'm looking to you, and I'm trusting you, and I'm believing you. And so, God, the feelings of fear have now ignited my faith so that I'm crying out to heaven to see your will, your plan, your strength, your grace manifest in my life. So the purpose of fear is to initiate faith, to stir us up into a place of faith where we cry out to God, look to Him, depend on Him, trust in Him, and lean in to the ever-loving arms 
of a holy God. And how you respond to fear literally determines whether you win or whether you lose in life. So let me give you another thought today as we step in to week two of this series, Fearless. We win the battle against fear. I want you to see this. By keeping the feelings of fear in check through the three realizations of faith. How do we win the battle against fear? We, keep, we, we win the battle against fear by keeping the feelings of fear in check. Think about that. You, can, you will never outgrow the feelings of fear. You never become so mature, so spiritual, so rich, so old that you don't experience the feelings of fear. The feelings of fear are natural emotions that God gave us, and they are good. You're never going to outgrow the feelings of fear. So how do we win the battle against fear? This is how you win it. You keep the feelings of fear in check. How do I keep them in check? You keep them in check through what we identified last week as what I want to call the three realizations of faith, the three realizations of faith is found in Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. And it's three things. We talked about it briefly last week. But today I want to just drive it home. The three realizations of faith. Right? Why? Because when you begin to see who God is, you begin to know what He wants to do in your life, you begin to understand His purpose and His plan for you, you begin to study His Word and get in sync with His Spirit. You know what happens? There becomes a, re a, a realization or a revelation it comes by faith. And here's the three uh, realizations of faith. Three things that when you begin to know who God is, what He wants to do in your life, and His plan for you, three realizations of faith that empower you to keep those feelings of fear in check. Here they are again. We talked about them last week, but let's look at them again. Deuteronomy 20 verse 4 taught us this. This is what it says. Here's the three realizations. Number one, the Lord your God is with you. What's the first realization of faith? The Lord your God is with you. God is with you, right? So when I'm confronted with the feelings of fear, I have to check those emotions. I have to bring those emotions into check, right? When I feel overwhelmed by a problem, what do I have to do? I have to remind myself, the Lord your God is with you. Now understand something. The, the, the writer of Deuteronomy said this, the Lord your God is with you. If the Lord is not your God, you're in trouble. If Jesus is not your God, you're in trouble. Because the three realizations of faith begin and are founded upon the fact that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. And if the Lord is not your God, then you're in trouble. And I want to just go ahead and encourage you right now that if you're here today at church with us and maybe you realize that Jesus is not Lord of your life and the Lord, Jesus Christ, is not your God. Maybe you're serving self. Maybe you're serving the pleasure of this, this world. Maybe you don't know who you're serving, but you know you're not serving God. You've never surrendered your life to Him. I want to just encourage you today, before you leave, you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to have an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. And when that happens, these three realizations of faith can become the foundation stones upon which you stand, upon which you fight, and upon which you war against the feelings of fear in order to win the battle and win the day for what God has for you. So the first realization is the Lord your God. Look what it says. He is with you. The second one, the Lord your God will fight for you. When you're confronted with fear, when you feel the feelings of fear, you got to remember, number one, God's with me. Man, I'm not alone. I'm not fighting this thing alone. There's a great story in the Bible where uh, Elijah was, or Elisha was surrounded by the armies of uh, one of the kings who had come to capture them. And his servant went outside and he said, Oh my goodness, 
We are surrounded. And Elisha prayed, and this is what he prayed. God opened his eyes and let him see. And the Bible says that though they were surrounded by the enemy, when, when Elisha prayed, the servant's eyes was open. And guess what happened? He saw the angels and the chariots of God surrounding the army that surrounded them. Why? When you know that the Lord is with you and you know that God will fight for you, guess what happens? Fear doesn't control your life. Fear doesn't manipulate your life. Fear doesn't dominate your life. Why? Because you realize the Lord is with me. Not only is he with me, the Lord is fighting for me. The third realization is the Lord your God will give you victory. I want you to understand something today. God will give you victory. When the Lord is your God, he will give you victory. When the Lord is your God, no weapon formed against you will prosper. When the Lord is your God, what the enemy meant for evil, God will use for good. When the Lord is your God, he'll work everything together for your good because you love God and are called according to his purpose. The Lord is with you. The Lord your God is with you. The Lord your God is fighting for you. And the Lord your God will give you victory. We can have faith when we feel fear because we know that at the end of the day, the Lord my God is going to give me victory. Now today I want to share with you, as we just talked about the three realizations of faith, I want to give you the three manifestations of un checked fear. What happens when we allow the emotion of fear to go unchecked? What happens when we let it begin to live in us longer than it's supposed to live? What happens when our emotions no longer become indicators, but now that feeling of fear becomes a dictator that wants to control our life? When you allow fear to go unchecked by the revelations and the realizations of faith, then guess what happens? It begins to manipulate and control your life. Deuteronomy 20 Verse 3 reveals to us what I simply want to call the three manifestations of unchecked fear. Look what it says. And he will say to them, listen to me, all of you men of Israel, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemies today. And then he names three things, the three manifestations of unchecked fear. Look what he says. Do not be afraid. Then he says, do not lose heart. Do not panic. Do not tremble before them. Do not lose heart. Do not panic. Do not tremble. Why? Because losing heart, panicking, and trembling are all manifestations of fear. And over the next few weeks, we're going to look at each of these manifestations of fear, the unchecked manifestations of fear, and we're going to see, number one, how they work against us, and we're going to see, number two, how we win the battle against fear. So let's talk about unchecked fear. When we allow fear to go unchecked, and all of a sudden the feelings of fear are not confronted by the realities of faith, what happens when we allow our emotions to become dictators and not indicators? All of a sudden, it begins to manipulate and control us. And here's what happens. The first thing that happens when fear goes unchecked is the Bible says here in Deuteronomy 20 verse 3 that we lose heart. Look at your next point on your outline. Unchecked fear will cause you to lose heart. Now, what does that mean? This is what it means. When you lose heart, we lose our strength, we lose our boldness, we lose our endurance and we faint in the face of fear. When you lose heart, what happens? When you lose heart, it literally means the word losing heart, that phrase literally means to lose your strength. Think about it. Think about times when you have allowed the feelings of fear to go unchecked. And instead of being an indicator, it became a dictator. Think about what happened. You literally lost your strength. 
I mean, isn't it amazing how we can be energetic, how we can be excited, how we can be passionate about something, and all of a sudden we're confronted with something that overwhelms us and we allow the feelings of fear to become dictators instead of indicators, and all of a sudden, you know what happens? We are literally exhausted. See, I'm convinced. When you talk to people all the time in America, I talk to people all the time in our local church, and how are you doing? Most people are tired. How are you doing? Oh, I'm tired. How's your day been? It's been long. I'm really tired. Man, what's going on? I'm tired. Why are we so tired? Why are we so exhausted? I believe that we are exhausted. I believe we are physically, we have physically lost our strength because we have allowed fear to become a dictator, not an indicator, and we have lost heart. Fear causes you to lose heart. You lose your strength. It literally sucks the life and the energy out of you. Think about it. When you allow fear to control you, you know what happens? You're not passionate about facing your challenges. You're not excited about going into a new opportunity. No, when you allow fear to become a dictator, not an indicator, it sucks the life out of you. You lose heart and literally lose strength. But you also not only lose strength, but we also lose our boldness. Think about that. Think about how many times we went from being bold, yes, this is what God's called me to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm believing God for this. We're going here. We're going to accomplish this. And all of a sudden, you're confronted with an enemy or an opportunity that overwhelms you. You feel unprepared. And before you know it, where's that bold person that was shouting and screaming and declaring who God was and what he was going to do? Our boldness disappears when we lose our heart. We lose our boldness. Not only do we lose our boldness, look at the rest of that statement. We lose our endurance. Everybody, I hope, realizes that if you're going to do what God has called you to do, you're going to face resistance. There is natural and there is spiritual resistance to God's purpose and God's plan for your life. That shouldn't surprise us. That shouldn't come as a shock to us. We should understand we are in a spiritual battle, right? We are living a Christian life that is counter-cultural to the, to the culture that we are living in. We are going in exactly the opposite direction of everybody else in the world. So when you begin to live for Jesus and you begin to pursue God's purpose and you begin to pursue God's plan and you begin to walk in God's provision, guess what happens? There is resistance, right? You're going against the culture. You're going against the flow. And there's spiritual resistance that comes into your life. And guess what happens when we allow fear to dictate and not indicate? When fear goes unchecked by the realities of faith, when we forget that God is with us, when we forget that God is fighting for us, when we forget that God will give us victory, then guess what happens? We allow fear to go from being an indicator to a dictator. And unchecked fear, you know what it does? It causes us to lose our endurance. We lose our fight, our will to hold on, our will to press through, our desire to keep on keeping on when things get tough. Understand this, folks. Things get tough. They get tough for me. They get tough for you. Everybody experiences the resistance of a culture, a world, and a spiritual system that is set in opposition to God. And so why do we need to win the battle against fear? Because faith is required to endure the storms of life and claim the prize that God has for you. Look at the rest of that statement. Not only when we lose heart do we lose our strength, our boldness, our endurance, but we literally faint. We faint in the face of fear. Now, I don't know if you've ever fainted before. I've had a couple opportunities where I fainted, and every time I fainted, it's always been when I've been given blood. I wish I could say I was a courageous blood donor, but I'm actually a pretty big wimp when it comes to giving blood because every time I give blood, 
I pass out and it's just this overwhelming feeling and I feel the color leave my body and I feel a sweat break out on my brow and before I know what I am, I have fainted under the weight of being overwhelmed by giving blood. How, how, uh, how sad that really is. But that's a reality for me. And I can say this, that every time I've fainted, every time I've passed out, it literally feels like all my strength, my effort, my ability, think about it, my strength, my boldness, my endurance, it literally leaves my body. And when I lose my strength, I lose my boldness, I lose my endurance, there's only one thing left to do, and that is to crumble in the face of fear. Now, I hope that you don't pass out when you give blood, but I know this. I know that we have been spiritually paralyzed by so many different things. Nothing as funny as giving blood. We've been paralyzed by the challenges of life. We've been paralyzed by marital problems and, and financial problems and, and emotional problems and relational problems and problems on our jobs. We've been paralyzed by opportunities to, to go where we've never gone and do what we've never done, and we've allowed fear to literally cause us to lose heart. We've lost heart. We've lost heart, and because we've lost heart, guess what happened? We've lost our strength. Oh, I'm just too tired to do it. We've lost our boldness. There is no zeal, no passion in us to do what we at one time was fired up to do. We've lost our endurance. It seems like any little bump in the road can now derail us and cause us to quit. And ultimately, when we lose our strength, our boldness, and our endurance, we ultimately faint. We fall under the pressure. We crumble in the face of fear. So how do we not lose heart? We grab hold of the three realizations of faith. We refuse to allow our emotions to be dictators. We refuse to allow the feelings of fear to go unchecked. Why? Because when the feelings of fear go unchecked, they give place to the spirit of fear that wants to bind and destroy and dominate and control your life. God is with us. God is fighting for us. God will give us victory. The Lord our God. We're in a personal relationship with the King of glory. And He is with us. He is fighting for us. And He has promised us victory. I do not have to faint in the face of fear. I want to give you one final thought today as we think about overcoming uh, the feelings of fear. Because unchecked fear, if you look at the last point on your outline, will affect your spiritual life in a major way. Uh, it'll affect your finances. It'll affect your family. But spiritually, fear that goes unchecked. When you lose heart spiritually, when you lose heart spiritually, then there is a traumatic repercussion that happens as a result of losing heart in the realm of the Spirit. And so I want you to three, see three areas that the Scripture in the New Testament identifies that we have to battle against the spirit of fear and the feelings of fear in the area of losing heart. And so the three areas uh, that, are un, that are affected by unchecked fear spiritually is number one, your prayer, your prayer life. Your prayers will be affected by fear. Number two, your ministry 
will be affected by fear. What God has called you to do to reach others with the gospel, that will be affected by fear. And last but not least, your harvest. The things that God is wanting to supernaturally, miraculously manifest in your life will be, hempered and, uh, will be hindered and hampered through fear. Unchecked fear will affect your spiritual life and it will bring a repercussion of negativity to your life. And so today I want to encourage, I want you to see this. So let's talk about how fear affects our prayer life. In Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Jesus is speaking. The Bible says, And then Jesus spoke a parable then to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. There's our word. The first manifestation of fear is to lose heart. That men ought to always pray and not lose heart. Why? Because when we lose heart, guess what happens? We lose our strength. We lose our boldness. We lose our endurance. And we ultimately crumble in the face of of fear. So think about it. Think about how your prayer life is affected by fear. When you allow unchecked fear to begin to dominate your life, all of a sudden, you know what will happen? Spiritually, your prayer life will be, ha- will be hampered. Spiritually, your prayer life will be affected. You will lose strength in prayer. You won't persevere in prayer. You won't press into prayer. You won't be excited about prayer. You'll have no passion for prayer. I mean, think about it today. Think about how many Christians have lost their passion for prayer. Think about how many Christians have lost boldness in prayer. I mean, listen to most Christians pray today. They pray puny prayers. Why are we praying puny prayers when we serve an awesome God? Why are we praying wimpy prayers when we serve a mighty God? Let me tell you why. Because we have been we have been dictated and controlled by fear. We have allowed the feelings of fear to control our life and we have been robbed. We have lost heart when it comes to prayer. So many Christians have lost heart when it comes to prayer. Well, I'm praying and nothing's happening. And I'm praying and I'm not seeing things. And I'm praying and, and things are getting worse. I want, to, I want to remind you of something. Why do we need to keep on praying? Why do we need to keep on praying? Let me tell you three reasons why. Do you know what they are? Because the Lord your God is with you. Because the Lord your God is fighting for you. Because the Lord your God will give you victory. Do you understand that prayer is vital to seeing those three things manifested in your life? It is as we pray that we experience His presence. It is as we pray that we release His power to fight on our behalf. And it is as we pray that we experience victory over every obstacle and strength to walk through every door of opportunity that God has for us. Why is unchecked fear so dangerous? Because if we we allow fear to go unchecked and don't temper it by the realities of faith, it'll affect our prayer life. But it'll not only affect our prayer life, it'll affect our ministry. I want you to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We're going to read verse 1 and verse 16. And Paul says, Therefore, since we have received this ministry, what ministry? The ministry of preaching the gospel to not only the Jews but to the Gentiles. Look what he says. Since we have received this ministry, we have received mercy and we do not lose heart. Look at verse 16. Therefore we do not lose heart. Even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Unchecked fear will not only affect your prayer life, it'll affect your ministry. It'll affect the thing that God has called you to do. Because if you allow fear to go unchecked, guess what will begin to happen? You'll begin to lose 
heart. You'll lose your strength for ministry. You'll just be tired. You'll have no passion, no zeal to get up and do what you used to be so excited about doing. You'll have no boldness, right? Think about it. When you first started serving God, how bold you were. Think about how you were willing to step out and, and be uncomfortable for the glory of God. And then we begin to lose our endurance, right? And before you know it, it doesn't take much just to derail us. And we begin to bail out and we begin to miss opportunities and we begin to walk away from things that we used to run after with all of our heart. Why? Because when fear goes unchecked, it causes us to lose heart. And we begin to lose our strength, or we lose our boldness, we lose our endurance to run after the thing God has called us to do. But when we, through faith, right, the realities of faith, when we check that emotion of fear and we say, you know what? I'm feeling fear. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling like this is more than I can handle. But you know what? God is with me. You know what? God is fighting for me. And you know what? God will give me victory. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up on prayer and I'm not going to give up on ministry. Why? Because God is able to finish every good thing that he started in my life. And then the last thing, I want you to see this. Unchecked fear will affect your prayers, it will affect your ministry, but it also affects your harvest. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says this, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Let us not grow weary while doing good. Think about that. Why do we grow weary while doing good? Because we lose heart. We get overwhelmed by things, right? I mean, how many times have you just been praying and serving and living and giving and doing all the right things and it seems like nothing's really happening, nothing's really working, nothing's really coming together and all of a sudden we begin to get overwhelmed by a feeling of fear. Like, you know what? I just can't keep this up. I can't keep doing this. This is more than I can handle. And all of a sudden we begin to lose heart. And we begin to lose heart, we lose our strength, we lose our boldness, we lose our endurance. We begin to crumble in the face of fear. And guess what happens? Look what the scripture says. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. What happens if we lose heart? We lose the harvest. We miss the thing that we've been working for. We miss the thing that we've been praying for. We miss the thing that we've been laboring for, right? Because when you get in a place of fear, fear disconnects you from the place of faith, and the place of faith is where we receive the harvest that God has for us. Why is it so important that we refuse to be dictated by fear? Because unchecked fear causes us to lose heart. And it affects our prayer life, it affects our ministry, and it affects our harvest. I want to encourage you today, don't allow fear to rob you of what you've been living for, serving for, praying for, giving for, for the last month, last year, last 20 years. Realize today, refuse to lose heart. God is with me. God is fighting for me. And God will give me victory. I will not faint because my God is on my side.